to the right place, baby. Welcome to the podcast where three girlfriends from the East Coast align each week to chat about all things mental health and wellness from crystals to cocktails. Laugh and heal with us as we navigate balance, confidence, and learning to love each and every inch of ourselves every day. So, guys, we are officially doing a thing. A fucking thing. (laughs) Honestly, wheezing is necessary. If you're not wheezing, you're not living. So, we are doing a thing. We are recording our first podcast. We're sitting here in Kelsey's house. We are snuggled up with some cozy blankets and just the love of each other. Yes. Guys, and you- tequila. Okay, yeah, we're Lots definitely of it. snuggle up with that too, for yes, sure. Yes, thank you. Um, okay, so when we were thinking about this first episode, you guys, we were just like, I feel like we have to talk about how we know each other. So who knew who first? All right, so I guess I was the first one to start it all, right? I met everyone first. I met Kelsey through somebody that was in our wellness community yes that you started yes and same with Lindsay. i know i was like oh my gosh they are out of my friend league (laughs) like these girls are just too cool too funny and i need to go you're the funny one (laughs) okay stop (laughs) i mean you're not wrong Didn't have to put out a Craigslist ad for this one. I always joke. I'm like, I actually found all my friends on Craigslist. So, in the missed connections yes. ad, I was like, you just looked like a person I should be friends with. <laughs> you were in line at Alta. Just kidding. All right. That was four years ago for me. I don't know how long it was for you guys. Yeah, like four and a half. Yeah. Yeah, six years. Six and a half for me. I Before this, I was a hairdresser full-time. I'm bartender full-time. And then... Uh, yeah, I joined this. Now you're just changing lives. I sure am. Not just hairstyles sure and alcohol levels. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Haley really created this online space where women can all come together and work on themselves just to be the best version of themselves. And I think that's really cool. That's how we all connected. Some people might think it's weird that you meet your friends on the internet and become lifelong people. People have a lifelong connection. (laughs) But truthfully, the internet and that you could take this creepy if you wanted to, but I'm going to say you can be your most authentic self or you can be the version of yourself that like no one else knows when you're online. And so I do feel like it gives you permission to actually connect with people who have similar interests and people who just like, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. I I know that. Honestly, guys, I just feel like our energy when we're all together is unmatched and you can use your social media platforms to either be a positive influence and connect with positive people or to just be a fucking troll. Basic bitch. (laughs) It's so true, though. I mean, the power is yours, right? Like you can either use it to keep moving yourself forward or stay exactly where you are. And I just feel like the fact that that was four years ago for me and look at where we are now Mm -hmm. that we have traveled, we have progressed, we have grown as people and as women. Huge deal. It is such a huge deal. And I feel like why out of everything, you know, podcasting, Mm, Kelsey, I mean, we chat on our, on our Instagram stories, on our social platforms daily. We write these static posts and You know, we love the idea of having this as an archive of daily motivation and inspiration. It's so true because 
if you drop some serious knowledge on your Instagram story, it's gone in a day, you know? Mm-hmm. So like the fact that we can have this and people can scroll back and, re- you know, relate back to our episodes. I love the idea of that. So should we talk about the whole don't be a bitch? Oh, we have to talk about that. So I wanted to chat about something that I feel like it hit home today as we are kind of embarking on this new journey. <laughs> In asterisks and swirlies. And this journey. <laughs> Haley has this mantra. And Haley, I'll let you say it because you say it best. Don't be a bitch. Hit send. And Send ha- it. Send it. <laughs> Haley taught me this mantra probably around four years ago when we first met. And it has become my, the only thing that can combat my inner mean girl. <laughs> Whenever I am about to wuss out of something or think that I deserve any less than I do. I'm always like, girl, don't be a bitch and send. Also, this is like, correct me if I'm wrong, Haley, but we've, you know, we've talked about this several times and I totally get like being a private person, but also when it comes to situations where you have valuable information or stories of overcome or the things that you've been through that you feel like could help someone. Like, don't fucking be selfish. I feel like don't be selfish, help these people is something that I've said to Haley several times, especially Mm -hmm. when she's going to speak on stage. And she's dealt with a lot of anxiety on a lot of levels. And Mm -hmm. I think that when you kind of remove your, and so have I, but I also think that when you try and remove yourself from it and you're like, okay, I'm making this about me. What can I do? Yeah, flip the script. I've, I mean, still to this day, <laughs> I struggle with public speaking, but I feel like I make it a lot about myself, and it's really not about me. Um, Kelsey actually helped me with that exact thing. This is why I'm doing this podcast right now, is because I I really want to help people feel less alone and. If you keep everything to yourself and how you've changed your life, then how the fuck are you helping anyone? Well, and I think, too, a lot of people have some self-doubt, right? They're like, okay, yes, I am. uh, I've overcome this thing, but either I'm not comfortable sharing it because I don't want people to know that vulnerable side of me Mm. that I even had to go through that. Mm -hmm. Or who am I to say that this is the way someone else should go through it? I don't know if I'm doing this right. I'm literally grabbing onto the railings, hanging on for dear life and doing my best. But also think about how your story of overcome could be someone else's survival guide. Wow. That you aren't thinking about the fact that, you know, all of these things and these trials and tribulations in your life. And once you're like projecting it and sharing it and, um, like don't don't project your trauma on people and think that somebody's going to be a certain way when they're not. That's not what I'm saying. But I think that you know you sharing all these things that you've been through, not as like a look at me, but uh, you can do it too. Like I am no stronger than you are as an individual. Mm-hmm. I've just gotten to the point where you know I know what I want. I know what I deserve. Uh, I know what I'm willing to accept and what I am not willing to accept. And I think that. You know, we as individuals share that the more other people realize that, like, they don't have to continue to stay in their situation. They can grow from it mm-hmm. and through it. And I think that that, mon- that mantra, right, don't be a bitch at it started from, you know, having the confidence to do something behind a screen because it's like, 
nothing is literally going to happen. The second you hit send, you DM someone, you send something to someone, you go out on a limb and you apply for that job, whatever it may be. Literally nothing in your world changes the second you hit send. So kind of carrying that into your day-to-day life and understanding that face-to-face with someone, you still have that same power that you like nothing is going to happen everything will be okay and so what happened yeah and you potentially make a difference in somebody's life best case scenario yeah and i honestly think that what is so humbling and one reason i am so excited to do this podcast is because i kind of want to bridge that gap and Mm -hmm. let other people know that like girl we are all the same we're we're different but we're the same we tend to go through the same shit and it's so nice to know that someone who you might look up to goes through that or and you know how they're going through that is just one idea you don't have to take it but we're gonna just let you know how we do approach these things also great time for a disclaimer we're not (laughs) professionals we're just here for you to learn from our mistakes (laughs) if you take our advice no you didn't Can we just... 86, 2020 already, please. (laughs) We seriously need to. And I feel like we have all been socially distanced for so long that there's just something about podcasting that makes you feel a little less emotionally distant too. So, uh, you know, this has just been a wild time. Honestly, though, when you hear someone's voice, just the connection that you get to have with them and relate a little bit more, uh, get on a little bit more personal level, if you know what I'm saying. Not in your fucking freak flag fly. <laughs> 24-7, preferably. <laughs> I feel like this pandemic has triggered emotional traumas. It also triggered this passion project <laughs> that we are so incredibly excited for. We can't wait to have you guys on this journey with us. How do you feel about starting the pod? Like, what is, like, your gut feeling about the podcast in general? I mean, earlier today, before you got here, Lindsay? Mm-hmm. I ran away. <laughs> I ran. So fight or flight has kicked in. Away. To a rock in the middle of the woods. Okay. <laughs> I'm very nervous. This is so, so wah, out of my comfort zone. I feel like I'm, I'm forced. I'm being forced <laughs> to do this. No, but I, I, I honestly. People, we are not holding her against her will. Yeah, I promise. She, there. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, all right, listen, we're all like crystals to cocktails. We will be pulling cards and all that still uh, soon. Every single day for the last, like, I don't know, three months or longer since the day we've started talking about making this podcast, I've been pulling the same card. If you've been following me, you've noticed the same exact card. I'm just going to read a couple of sentences from this card, from this like deck. It just says that I have... I have been dedicated to raising the vibration of the planet and sharing new consciousness through creations and technology. So the first thing I thought about was this podcast. I don't want to do it. It's very scary to me, but this is exactly why I'm here at this time. And it says that I have been created to basically have a double mission on this planet, to grow at a soul level and to raise the vibration of this planet. If you have been called to write, speak, or channel, this is your sign to keep doing it. Your work is divinely guided. So this is the one sign that I've been getting over and over and over again that I cannot just ignore. 
I feel like it couldn't be clearer. And the fact that you keep getting it is wild. And so just to reference Oracle deck that Haley's talking about is the work your light Oracle cards from Rebecca Campbell. And I, we all have them. Mm-hmm. And we honestly, we have several of her decks. <laughs> <laughs> Big decks. <laughs> Big deck energy. And this bitch. But, but, <laughs> we all have these decks. And I know that several people have asked uh, how we got started on our spiritual spiritual journeys. <laughs> spiritual journeys. We're not going to go too far into that at this moment. Not too deep. <laughs> not too deep. But I will say... But again, (laughs) I think that a lot of people confuse being spiritual and spirituality with religion. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't necessarily consider any of us religious people. No, I definitely, I wasn't raised religiously. I was raised religiously, but like I went an alternate route. Right. Not eyes of the fly. Okay. So Haley was not raised religiously, (laughs) but we all, (laughs) there it is, (laughs) we have all gotten on the spiritual path. And for us, I think spirituality is just so different and it's more of just getting to know ourselves more and more and meditation and just being silent and in that space of growth, constant growth. Such a good point, Kels, because I think you and I were talking earlier today about how I can't believe how much about myself I don't know, you know, and <laughs> it, it sounds <laughs> really deep and dark. But the thing is, is that we are humans and we have gone through so many things in our lifetimes and we have so much to learn about ourselves, but then we have so much to learn about the things that just happen day to day that keep happening. And I feel like it can sound a little overwhelming when you say it like that, but at the same time, the more you get to know about yourself, the more you are better prepared to just continue to be on this path of growth and personal development and self-reflection absolutely and, you know constant self-care I think that 2020 for a lot of us has been a major year of growth and transitions and like with that being said when you're like talking about who like who am I and getting to know myself and that was an intimidating part for us guys and it sounds so fucking stupid and wild but when we were coming into this podcast and sat down to start our first episode really circling back to who we all are as individuals and it's like who the fuck am i who am i 2020 had forced everyone to strip away all of the layers you know again it 86 2020 yeah. has anybody been like 2020 is great for me <laughs> i think i know one person who's thriving <laughs> uh will not give her a shout out on the first episode <laughs> i will make her earn it However, she's thriving. And uh, yeah, so I think there are a few people who have really used this year to their advantage. But I think a lot of us, this has really, again, just forced us to take a little bit of a harder look at who we are, what we do, and the way that we choose to define ourselves. Rocked our world, but like definitely has been super transitional for a lot of people. Personally, within my life, I've had to make a lot of crazy decisions and You know, I'm a single mom again, so I went through a divorce over the summer, something that I never, obviously you don't go into a marriage expecting for it to fail. Didn't think I was going to get into this on the first episode, but we're getting into who we are, right? And divorce does not define me. I definitely got to a point in my life 
where I know exactly what I want and what I'm willing and not willing to settle for. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, who is Kelsey? I am just a, I'm a strong individual that has overcome a lot and I pride myself on who I am as a mom and the friendships that I've created and the connections that I've made in this world and also my child. Honestly, just like if you've met him and you've interacted with him at all, you know the type of person that he is and he's incredible and I obviously am a little bit biased, but... <laughs> he's incredible. I mean, it's a fact. It is. So... I think that if we're talking about like who we are as people, because that was the point of this first episode, we spiral a little bit. As much as this year has definitely had a lot of pain for me, it has also continued to shape me. And I don't think that you can say that you're happy with who you are as a person or that you love yourself if you can't appreciate the things that have made you who you are. Exactly. I love that. That is so true because our experiences shape us just as much as our reactions to our mm. experiences shape us. So you could be going through something, but it's how you choose to go through it. That's almost a defining moment. It's not what happens to you. It's, it's how you handle it. Absolutely. Sorry, I had to drop a Bill oh, Maroney girl. line in there. Oh, girl. I will drop my parents on the first episode. <laughs> Bill Maroney coming in hot with that. It's not what happens. It's how you handle it. Absolutely. And I have to say, Kels, you have handled this year, which has thrown you so many curveballs, just like so gracefully you know so we're all perfect examples in a way um of how three people can go through a unified experience of 2020 mm -hmm. and the way it's really accelerated so much that we go through but put everything into a pressure cooker yeah, and i know i just like didn't want people i love so much to feel alone so like i've made sure to make the community that we've created stronger than ever. Trust me, my heart goes out to anybody that's struggling in 2020, of course. But I've tried and I've made I've made a point to make sure that anybody that's struggling that I'm and we are there for them and they never have to go through this alone. Honestly, this community has been a very strong reason that I've made it through all of the situations that this year has presented me with a little bit of grace because I don't know where I would be or how I'd be handling it without such a strong support system. And obviously I have an amazing family, but these girls and these people that used to once be strangers on the internet and now are my closest friends. It's just wild. You know, you guys listening to this right now, you might be in a position where you, you either have a support system or you don't. And sometimes like, you know, Haley was saying, you can feel super lost. You can feel super alone without your support system. I don't think that the three of us grew up with the social mm -hmm. support system that we have now. And if you are listening and you are like, okay, it's great that you leaned on your support system, but I don't have that. Just know that just because you don't have that in this very instant that you're listening to this podcast does not mean it's not out there waiting for you. Mm -hmm. I truthfully believe that in order to find the people 
people that will be there for you when you are at your lowest low and help bring you back up, you do need to seek them out. And that's like why we're doing thing. this podcast. Absolutely. And the three of us are from completely different walks of life. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, we have similar personalities and we get along great and the energy is mm-hmm. fucking fantastic. But, like, I'm divorcing <laughs> with an almost 12-year-old and a photographer doing the health and wellness thing, helping mentor other women. Lindsay is... Go ahead. <laughs> Tell us more about you, Lindsay. We need to hear about who the fuck you are. <clears throat> well, <laughs> like, I just try to survive myself. <laughs> no, I am someone who is extremely independent, but I absolutely love to be around people. When I grew up, I really had a hard time keeping a solid group of friends up until college. And I feel like that has made me feel like I will never take for granted the sisterhood that Mm -hmm. I have now. So I am one of three. I think I am the quintessential middle child, to be honest. I love being around people. I'm used to always having my siblings and family around me, but I also am fiercely independent, which sometimes comes back to bite me in the butt because everyone thinks I'm fine, but I do want their attention in time. And I, right now, am in a position where I have entered and I'm in one of the healthiest relationships of my life. I feel so grateful for my boyfriend and my family. And I work full-time actually at a bridal shop. And it has been one of the most fun places to work where I can really do the kind of work, you know, marketing, social media that I'm passionate about in a field that I'm passionate about with people who I love. And there is this whole other side of me though, that is wanting to be the person that I needed when I was younger. And that's one thing that I, you know, hope to accomplish with my social media presence. But I really also hope to accomplish, I feel like with this podcast, because when I was younger, I don't think I've told you guys this, but like there were times in high school, where like I ate lunch in the bathroom. Like it was like to that level where I just really had a tough time and never had that sisterhood, never had, you know, that solid friend group. And I was dealing with anxiety, undiagnosed anxiety that I just thought I was like, why can't I speak? Why can't I make friends? Why can't I get out of my comfort zone and get out of my own way? I'm like, I can relate. I can relate. I know who I am now. (laughs) It was just, it was paralyzing. It was crippling. And I, just strive every day like in now that I'm you know in my 20s to be the person that that version of myself needed to look up to every single day I love that so much I'm like I didn't know who I was until I heard that so thank you so much (laughs) relatability though (laughs) but really I I I still don't know if I know how to put this into words because I never have so who am I so I have three sisters. I have one older and uh, a couple, two younger. So it's Haley, by the way. My name is Haley, by the way. <laughs> no. So I just, I grew up not with, you know, my mom struggled with money. My mom and dad were divorced when I was young. I kind of had to take care of my younger sisters. Basically, I just, I just wanted to make sure that I grew up not worrying not worrying about what anybody thought of me, what I was wearing, what I was doing, what I was making, any of that. So I just, I don't know. I saw my mom struggling for my whole life 
and I just knew that I didn't want to. So I just made sure the one thing I knew, the one thing I said since I was little, and I didn't know how I was going to do it, but it was just, I just want to make a name for myself. That's what I said. I didn't know how at all. I didn't have a um, college degree or anything like that. I just said I wanted to make a name for myself, and I sure fucking did. <laughs> yeah, you did, baby. Hell yeah. So, uh, I'm Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've already established yeah. I'm divorced. <laughs> I know, I know, you know, but that is like, that is the most recent huge life shift that you've gone through. I so know. I feel like you have to, and you know well, what? Well, you know what's wild is... You tell me what's wild, baby. Oh, it's fucking wild. wild. <laughs> We're getting real crazy now. Wow, wow, wow. this. <laughs> but even though I was, I'm divorced, I honestly feel like I was never really married. I agree. Which is uh, a hard pill to swallow, if you will. But <clears throat> that being said, that, again, does not define me or who I am as a person or an individual. I was definitely someone in the past before I started to really get to know who I was as a person or be interested in any personal growth that I was a victim of my circumstances and I blamed every anything and everything that happened in my life on anything that I could instead of taking ownership and I'm not perfect in any situation I never have been but I think that I have really been focused on growth and making something of myself and having a positive impact on the world and on my child and being able to show him that he is able to accomplish anything and everything that he wants to mm-hmm. if he sets his mind to it and if he's willing to do the work and he's willing to you know, show up for himself. I think that a lot of people focus on showing up for so many others And obviously we're here for other people and we don't want to be selfish, but I think that it all does start with you Mm -hmm. and start with realizing that you need to make a change and realizing that you do need to put yourself first to be there for other people. Honestly, like the only thing that I am crazy focused on, yeah, I'm, yes, I'm also a photographer and that's a huge passion of mine as well. But the main thing that I'm focused on is showing up for me, showing up for my son, Mm -hmm. and then being able to show up for the world. Can I ask, Kels, like, when you say that you never really felt married, like, what what did you feel like? (laughs) It was real deep. Uh, I don't know. I felt like we were just existing in the same space, but, uh, you know, we went into it with common goals, and then it Mm -hmm. felt like that just all dissipated. So... Yeah. And I think everything has permission to change. Oh, yes. absolutely. And everything and everyone has permission to change. Yep. And I think that if you hold someone to such a standard and you have such high expectations for them, you're going to be let the fuck down every time. And I think when you hold, like, again, if you expect anything out of, out of anyone, mm-hmm. granted, I'm not saying don't have any expectations, but if you're holding such high expectations, then you're going to be miserable with your life because you're setting such crazy high expectations for people that aren't going to fulfill them. And you can't put that much pressure on another human being. Mm -hmm. I agree. And whenever we do put pressure on the people around us, or in even putting pressure on ourselves, it's just, it comes out of a place of fear. Mm-hmm. It, be, it comes out of a place of fear because you think that if, if you don't put pressure on that person, they won't 
end up being what, what, who you want them to be. When you put so much pressure on yourself, it comes from a place of fear of you think other people are going to judge or something like that. So I just feel like so much of the toxicity in this world comes out of fear, you know, and just be open to understanding that maybe you have a fear right now and maybe you're going to change the way that you're thinking about it. Yeah, and you're not it. the only one. You are not. I the also only think one. that like really focusing on allowing people to be who the fuck they are as individuals. And obviously we're, we're, we're just saying all these stories of overcoming the things that we've been through, but we're not telling people how to be like mm-hmm. be who you are, show up as who you are and honor who the fuck you are. If you're trying to be someone else to please someone mm-hmm. else, every time you're going to be let down and you're just going to, you know, feel a void and be mm-hmm. like, why couldn't I be enough for them? Well, were you being who the fuck you actually were? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you are, you're enough as you are. You're enough showing up as like who you are. Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing too. It's like so often we do question, am I enough for this person? Did I do enough for this person? Did I mm-hmm. say enough? But it, how often, and this is just like reflection moment, like do say those things about yourself. Mm-hmm. How, like, did I show up for myself today? Did I make myself proud? Did I make mm-hmm. myself happy? Like, would I brag about myself mm-hmm. today? Like humble brag girl, you deserve it. You know, mm-hmm. like we work so hard and I really do feel like if we worked half as hard as making at making ourselves happy as we do to make mm-hmm. other people happy, our bosses, our significant others, our whoever it may be, families, if we worked like that to make ourselves happy, I think we'd all be just like in mm-hmm. such an amazing place. But and again, I have to say too, for like the women out there that you do feel like you're doing everything to put yourself first and you might have someone that is showing up in your life over and over again and, and going out of their way to tell you to do more and to do better and to be better. That's not on you. Am I thinking they'll fuck themselves, you said? <laughs> Which is, is French for <laughs> on you. There needs to be a point where you realize huh. that you're doing everything that you can mm. and you're trying to grow as a person. And if you know someone around you is making you feel like everything that you're doing isn't enough and they're projecting that on you, then it's time to like evaluate who's in your life, why they're in your life, and how you can get them the fuck out of there. I just also want to say that I do feel like even like outside of romantic relationships, a lot of times people might find this kind of pattern in friendships too. There's like a little bit of gaslighting happening because I know I have dealt from time to time. We can totally dive deep in future episodes about it, but I've had friends, you know, try to gaslight me into acting a certain way because it made them more comfortable. I've had them ask me to not wear certain things or have me, Mm -hmm. you know, not talk to certain people because it made them more comfortable. And out of a place of genuinely not knowing that I was being gaslit and Mm -hmm. genuinely wanting to be that person's good friend, I was complicit. But looking back on it, I see how toxic it is and how At that moment, the moment that I went ahead and bent for that person to do what they wanted, and I just didn't feel right about it. Like, I knew there was something wrong about them asking me to change who just generally I am. I I did it, but I also was like, ooh, at this moment in time, I am no longer longer living for myself, Mm -hmm. no longer acting for myself. I'm no longer attracting the things that are meant for me because I have shifted out of alignment. 
I do really feel like that's something we will circle back on because I don't think that it's talked about enough how toxic friendships can be. I mean, there's so many different levels of toxicity when it comes to certain relationships, obviously not just with a significant other. It can be family members. It can be friends. It can be like I had something happen recently where one of my friends who I thought was my friend (laughs) called me out on something and said that I wasn't a good enough friend, but I'm like, I'm literally have this past six months has rocked my world. And I've tried to be everything that I can be for everyone else while also trying to, you know, not lose my fucking sanity (laughs) and be there for my child and my family as we're all going through a lot right now. So you can't be everything for everyone. And I think that you just like, everybody needs to realize that Mm -hmm. like, you come first, your mental health comes first, you taking care of you comes before any and everyone. Absolutely. (sighs) That's that's, that's pretty fucking neat. And so when you guys tune in from week to week on this podcast, we really want to be covering the real stuff that we are going through. And honestly, the more relatable the stuff is that we share is probably stuff that we wouldn't feel super comfortable talking about self-love relationships friendships anxiety which i know is something i've really struggled Mm -hmm. with this year mental health work-life balance and on here we can just really talk to you guys about our personal experiences as we've gone through stuff versus just telling people who choose to follow us how to i was just gonna say that like with instagram we might pop up in your explore page but with this podcast you choose us okay (laughs) you choose us there's a lot of super curated content out there there's a lot of opinions and i just feel like and i i think we all kind of consider ourselves content creators and i feel like we have it's just a lot of walking on eggshells and there's Mm -hmm. just something that feels like a breath of fresh air when you talk about like the podcasting world and the podcasting scene so I hope you welcome us with open arms. (laughs) Truth or tequila? So one of the segments that we are really excited to have every week on this podcast is truth or tequila. So obviously you have two options. You can either be totally vulnerable and tell the truth with a question asked by one of Mm -hmm. these beautiful ladies. Or you get to... Take a shot of tequila. Thank you. So uh, the only issue, and I think this might be a personal problem, is that I don't think any of us are going to turn down tequila. (laughs) So maybe we should just do a group shot. Episode one, we're here for it, baby. And then we'll just all pick a truth. And ideally, when we do have guests on the show, they might have more self-control or self-respect, and they will pick (laughs) truth instead of tequila. But until then... You know, this is good. Just to, this is going to make it interesting, and I think this is really something that will set us apart <laughs> from the rest. So you're saying we should do a shot right now? Okay. Yep. Well, just, I mean, I just poured us some, so pour them out. Pour them out. I already did. You know what I'm saying? They're right there. Just want to try them. All right. Uh. All right. What do we have? Is this Casamigos? Yeah. I mean. Because we're out of Espelon. I know. All right. Still still a good option. All right. Ready, guys? Cheers. Oh, my God. 
Mm. Chased with a flat lime seltzer because we have had them open during the hours of recording. (laughs) You know what my favorite quote is? What? It used to be a meme and it was like, if you see a girl take a tequila shot and she doesn't even make a single face, she doesn't wince, anything like that, she's really going through some shit. Or, yeah, she's psychotic. Or she's absolutely psychotic. (laughs) And I feel like that is all of us because we take it and we're like, oh my god, it's delicious, like a skinny margarita. In a breeze. <laughs> On the next episode of Three Mentally Unhinged Hotties. <laughs> okay, so now that we've taken our tequila, let's all ask each other okay. a question. We have to be totally honest and truthful. And we'll go from there. So, Kels, you can ask the first question. Oh, god damn. God all right. I'm going to ask Kaylee this what? one. What is your biggest insecurity? Okay, so like not body-wise, just like life-wise? Or anything-wise? Anything-wise. Insecurity. One thing that bothers me, I don't know if it's an insecurity, is that I'm jealous all the time. I hate that about myself. So, stupid stuff. Stupid stuff that shouldn't matter i think it's because i had a boyfriend before my husband of 10 years i had a i had a boyfriend of 10 years that cheated on me the whole entire time so even though it's been so long i feel like i grew up that way so i'm trying to slowly i know it's not really slow it's been about 10 years get out of that mindset of other people are better than me yeah that's it isn't it crazy how certain situations can condition you to think a certain way? And you really do, like, and you put in the work, you know, but it's like, you're... It's a big problem of mine, for sure. I didn't realize it until recently, mm-hmm. because, I don't know, um, I've been growing up and changing a lot, so, and, like, when I change a lot, circumstances change a lot, so I put myself in different situations that make mm-hmm. myself jealous, and I'm just trying to... Just get over that because there's no fucking reason to. I think that's so right. I also feel like so many different circumstances in life can be triggering to past traumas and past things that we've been through and we don't necessarily wanting to confront and heal them. And I know that like you've definitely done a lot of work on the healing front, but it's wild how things can resurface and come up again. Yeah, because that pisses me off. In our like psyche, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that pisses me off though because I am I made a name for myself you know what I mean I've done what I wanted to do well, and I, mean, I you sometimes still be like a confident way. independent amazing human and have things that and have an insecurity yeah <laughs> like, absolutely that's so. so human yeah you know I've actually been learning a lot about this whole human thing mm. um and it's actually made me feel a lot better about my life that like we're supposed to feel these feelings of jealousy, insecurity. We're, that's what being human is. is part of it. Everyone has those types of things. So, uh, Thank you for sharing that. Totally. That was weird. <laughs> that was not weird. I <laughs> love you. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty weird. Well, not feeling Vulnerability. Trying to catch not flights. Feelings. Not feelings, bitch. <laughs> I actually wasn't prepared well you, you did great thank great. you slay 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 so now Haley, you get to ask a question oh okay let's see what is your biggest onesie mm. what is your biggest regret of 2020 i think my biggest regret is that i got 
caught up in feeling like a victim of 2020. Okay, I love that. I really did. For a while, I mean, at the beginning of this year, I, after four years, basically, of working out almost every day, I had my first big injury, and I couldn't even reach for a salt shaker across the table. It was a lower back injury, and it was completely debilitating. I was in bed every single day, and then... COVID hit. And I just kind of felt like I kept getting knocked down by this year. And I had so much to be grateful for. I had an amazing relationship. I did not lose my job, thankfully. I had friends who were reaching out to me. And yet I allowed myself to really kind of feel like poor me. And so I, I lost a lot of, I feel like my happiness. And I lost a a lot of like the work that I had put into myself physically. I just feel like when you feel like poor me, you just also treat yourself like poor me. Mm -hmm. And I really did that. And granted, I couldn't physically work out, but I definitely didn't do anything to counteract that. And I found myself in the middle of the summer, just kind of, I don't want to say identity crisis because it definitely wasn't to that level. But at the same time, you're like, whoa, you need to take a look at yourself right now. Stop being a victim of this year because everyone is going through this. You are totally allowed to be thrown off by it. You're totally allowed to mm -hmm. feel like all of these little trauma responses, but you're not allowed to say poor me because girlfriend, you don't have it too bad in comparison. So that is definitely my biggest regret of this year. 2020 reminded me that everyone has shit to deal with. Everyone's going through shit and it's just up to you how you want to deal with it. Absolutely. Again, your reaction. It's mm -hmm. not what happens to you, right, Bill? That's how you handle it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question for Kelsey. That's me. All right. Here for it. So, Kelsey, who do you think is responsible for why you are the way you are? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking everyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would say everyone, honestly, everyone that I've come into contact with, but in a huge part, the reason I am the way that I am is because of my parents my mom and actually my stepdad who raised me adopted me last year at 30 wild story we're not going to get into it right now but also the lack of my biological father being involved in my life and the ridiculously strong support system that I have in my family and this community and my friendships and being able to have these people to lean on through all of life's shit and the things that I've been through has really helped define who I am as a person and why I am the way that I am, good and bad. I'm like, I want to ask myself a question. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> what, what, what would you like to ask yourself? How did you crawl out of your darkest time? And it has to do with a lot of being a spiritual and that never was me ever, ever, ever. And I don't mm -hmm. think it was you guys either. I just feel like finally... Uh, surrendering to something bigger than my brain mm -hmm. <laughs> and realizing that you cannot control everything and there is something bigger and better than out there that you can trust oh my god I can't even tell you how much that has calmed my soul realizing that I don't have to control everything and whatever does happen is for the highest good and I know trust me i if you guys are new to the whole spiritual thing, this wouldn't make sense to me either. But 
I can't wait to talk to you guys more about how we all got into this because we were not, we didn't start off this way. And because we believe in something bigger, I feel like we're creating bigger, you know? Absolutely. For the first time ever, I just felt less pressure and I could breathe again. Mm. And I hope that maybe this helps you guys breathe again. It's beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, <laughs> look at us go. Yes. Killing so it. I think that's it for the first episode, right? We're going to wrap it up here. <laughs> wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Crystals to Cocktails podcast. We can't thank you enough. Follow us on Instagram at Crystals to Cocktails and hit that subscribe button, baby. Yes, and make sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. All right. Bye to you. Bye. <laughs>